Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story. And I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. You can't handle the truth. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. But I'm funny how? I mean, funny like I'm a clown, I amuse you. And here we go. Hello. Start over one more time. No, one I'm more time. Over. We just no. cut it. Ah! All right. Welcome to the cinematic truth. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. Welcome to the Hello. cinematic welcome truth. Oh my cinematic god. Truth. Hi. Welcome to the cinematic truth. I'm Jordan. I'm Dylan. I'm Trevor. And uh, uh, today we're talking about Netflix originals. Because you didn't know. It's a surprise. We didn't tell you yeah. last week. And so, kind of for this category, we uh, basically anything that Netflix originally produced was criteria. So we could have picked movies, comedy specials, TV series, um, anything, documentaries. Well, so do you guys go ahead? I just can we just talk? I want to talk about Netflix for a second. Hold on. Can we can we get the stuff like just real quick on this topic? Okay. Stuff like um, Arrested Development and Black, Black Mirror, Mirror are dis- not going to be on this list because. Um, they were not originally started on Netflix. That so. sounds like a Watch Mojo disclaimer. It does. Yeah. Oh, I hate myself. Stuff Maybe like, it's because we like, watch uh, literally so a million <laughs> Watch Mojo so videos. Much. Jordan. Jordan is giving me so Jordan. much side eye, but honestly, I think they're so entertaining. I like them. Um, I don't know. Can I you get the Netflix like um, soundbite and just use it a bunch? <laughs> yeah, in yeah. This video? Like instead of the wow at the beginning, it's yeah. that here <laughs> we boom. <laughs> Um, All right, I like it. I'll do it. Steal Joel McHale's bit. Yeah, there we go. Also, like, shout out to Joel McHale if you haven't well, watched the Joel McHale so show. Well, so any of you guys... Okay, watch it. go ahead. No, were any of you guys uh, Netflix users when it was the DVD service? Well, yes. Yeah. It was. So, no, but I had... My parents had the Blockbuster version of it, which was even better because... Which was not better. Hold on. <laughs> which which hold one... On. Honey, which one is still hold around? No, 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 listen. <laughs> at the time... Blo- what, when was the last time you saw Blockbuster? Actually, when we were in Indiana visiting your parents. That's amazing. I know. Oh my god, but I haven't seen a blockbuster in so long. It was insane. Uh, anyways, but the cool thing about the blockbuster version is that you could get three DVDs sent to you at a time, and then once you watched the DVD, you would drive to your local blockbuster and turn in those movies and rent three more at the movies right. or at there, right. and then they would send you more. Mm-hmm. So that's what was cool about it was because yeah, like you didn't that. have to like send it back and then wait for right. You could use your local right. blockbuster as a library. Yeah, as you well. could. Totally, it was super I, cool. I had it as well, but I. But no, yeah, that's the answer. To yeah, no, I had the DVD service for yeah, years and loved it. We had the DVD service yeah. last year. Um, it was great. What's that? So, like a year ago, I found out that it was still a thing, and like I told the, yeah, you, the and then service, yeah. like yeah. I did it. I was still on it up until you a guys months didn't ago. watch so many movies that you rented. <laughs> that was most. I, here's the thing: I had no control. Because I kept at you were like, I had no control. Like, hey, we got this new movie. Yeah, okay, yeah. Gotcha. I had no well, control over the list because it was uh, Dylan's login, okay. and so Dylan would just keep getting sent movies, and I was like, I don't have any interest in watching. Well, and it's the same thing with my Filmstruck account, where like the things that I would get. Or that time you rented Mother on on Redbox and kept it for five days. Exactly. Never watched it and sent it I still want to see that. Me too. Okay. But like, <laughs> I get sent, or like, I would be the ones that were on my queue. I would always, we're always yeah. seeing it, like weird, obscure art house movies sure. that you can't <laughs> get on streaming. And the funny right. thing was, like, All this was when really... I was when I was working at Starbucks, and so I was home by myself a lot. And yeah. so, like, I'd be like, "Ooh, a new Netflix movie!" And then I'd open it, and the title's in like German, and I was like, "Well, never mind. I guess I'm watching regular Netflix." <laughs> um, yeah. Which I really. <laughs> 
I want to be that guy, you know, that guy who like watches all this foreign. <laughs> we know totally. Dylan. No, we I know you want to be that. I, mean, I, I know. I mean, we, we all do. I do too. Yeah. I want to be that guy. And we, we, that's and that's fine. But you know, <laughs> it's not as fun as like. I you actually care less about being that guy. Well, it's hard because you bring movies up to people that that literally like watch. And you sound like an ass. No, you sound like a <laughs> complete dipshit. Like, you know, I'm like, so I was talking to my parents the other day, and I was like, so I watched this like 1979 yeah, you uh, sound like an ass. sci-fi m- Russian movie called Stalker, and it was amazing. My parents were like. Okay. <laughs> like, like uh, awesome. Yeah. Cool. Not, like, like nobody well, gets and that's it. The thing, you, exactly. Yeah. And I and I I no, I thought exactly. They I, don't at all. Nobody cares at all. Yeah, I thought that wouldn't be the You're case. I thought like people would be like, "Ooh, he's so cultured. Tell me more <laughs> about that." All, all they think is, "Ooh, he really wants to be cultured." <laughs> well, <laughs> which is like even then like people it just yeah, it doesn't connect. Um, no, yeah, it's yeah, that's a Oh, I'm not saying I like like I won't watch a foreign movie because like there have been a handful that I've watched that I've enjoyed. Sure. It's it's a little hard to get me to watch a foreign movie just because I have a hard time like paying attention and reading subtitles. Yeah. Well, and even that. then, like to be fair, a lot of foreign filmmakers are not like Hollywood filmmakers no. in that there's not they're not vying for your attention like all these. No, no, no. Sure. Yeah. Like, I mean, but the, I, I will say like of the ones that I have watched, um, Amelie in the Mood for Love, um. I mean, do we count at Laurie's Bastards? No. I would really. a little bit. I mean, Tarantino's a Tarantino's 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 right. But I mean, as far as the concept of having to, like, read while sure, watching. Sure, totally. Yes. I mean, yeah. Um, but what was the other one? Okja. No, oh, Okja? Okja was, like, half in... Uh, Okja was... was yeah. Um, no, but the one... Do we have the, a plot? The first, the first you had to ask him when you had me watch. Uh, <laughs> not Dance of Reality. No, yeah, that one. I mean, you watch Dance of Reality. That's the That's one where he's a little kid. Yes. Yeah, oh. I liked that movie. Okay. Minus the scene where the mom like pees on the guy. Um, oh, you know, it's uh, <laughs> that, abstract. Like, if, it's, if that scene didn't happen, it's all a metaphor. Yeah, you have, sure, have to realize. Yeah, um, but uh, that being said, I don't, I don't know how we got here um, from Netflix. Oh, Filmstruck. Yeah. Um, well, I just... Well, I just think that streaming is such, is like... I am so happy that people are finally starting to embrace streaming as like oh, a viable yeah. I remember like, I wasn't. platform. Well, and it's like you're it's seeing absolutely. movies get nominated for Oscars that mm-hmm. started on streaming. Totally. Like, mm-hmm. um, Mudbound was Netflix yep. exclusive. Yeah. Yep. Um, and so I think that like it's super cool idea, and it's it's like people fi- musicians finally like mm-hmm. um, embracing streaming services. I think that I was just watching a. I think today with uh, like an interview with uh, Guillermo del Toro yeah. and yeah. Adam Savage, the guy from Mythbusters. Yeah, and they were talking about. <laughs> I know Adam Savage. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> I watched sure. so much Mythbusters Guys, when I was like sick me, in high school. I watched so I much too. It was insane. I feel insane. like you were such a Mythbusters fanboy. Anyway, oh, <laughs> but they were talking, you know, about how uh, yeah, no, just media in general as it has been traditionally known as changing really rapidly yeah. and in a lot of different ways. Yeah. Like, into the point where, like, you're not getting any new, like, books written about. Like, there are a lot of times people will write books about, you know, like, sure. the current culture and what right. we're living in. Sure. But people aren't even doing that because it's so shifting as far as what. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think how we consume things like entertainment. Yeah. Well, and even um, like and Netflix and has just, been on the front of that. And it's not even mm-hmm. just Netflix. We're we're becoming such a 
like subscription-based society. Oh yeah. Like literally the amount of subscription boxes you can get, things like Movie Pass and like all of this yeah, stuff exactly. that you can you, buy. You can in buy bulk an app workouts and literally for, have people just month. send it to you. Like it's yeah, amazing. exactly. It's crazy. Oh, yeah, you never have to leave your house. If like, you that that is the so thing. Nice. If you if you <laughs> want to, you never have to leave your house. You and don't have to talk to another person like, ever again. Yeah. It's crazy. Like, it's even, super cool. Even and, like, and Netflix really is at the head of it. Exactly. They Netflix and Amazon. Yes. Well, because I, I even remember when which, Netflix like, like first started doing totally first started doing streaming, mm-hmm. which was like such a like I remember their well, video wait, player was. On. What was the first show that you like binged on Netflix? Oh God. Because um, I know mine. I think The Office probably. I like, think I honestly. I'm got embarrassed it about mine, because but I'll it say was it. No, mine was like Doctor Who or like oh. Supernatural. I was back in like high yeah. school. Secret Life of the American Teenager. Hundred and ten percent. Well, this, that that spurred my hatred for Shailene Woodley, honestly. Um, but anyways, like I think that I think that um, this last year, especially, was such an amazing year for. Um, original content as far as streaming services go. Because yeah. you have shows like The Handmaid's Tale coming from Hulu yeah. and Difficult People. And then you've got shows like um, The Marvelous Miss Maisel yeah. or Mozart in the Jungle on Amazon Prime. Um, and then, you know, you have everything that Netflix well, is putting out. Totally that's, these... that's an interesting direction that, that <laughs> is, Netflix has been taking in the past like mm-hmm. year or two, two, which has also been interesting. And in that, you know, Netflix at first was an aggregate of like big movies or right. like popular right. movies totally. and that's what you would go to it for but it's library has been sh- shrinking yeah uh, well that's the thing is so I recently so because it, as far as movies go watches this and doesn't actually know me I work for AT&T and one of the things that we mm-hmm. sell is DirecTV and a big uh, push that we have <laughs> is DirecTV Now which is a streaming app and we're not being paid for this. No, by no, 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 no. No, but no. no, here's the thing is I remember the first day that I was in training and they were like, Yeah, so we have twenty five thousand titles on our on our streaming service. That's more than Netflix. I went, Netflix doesn't have twenty five thousand titles on it? No, like that yeah. was what shocked me. No, I know. And I was like, I spent so much time trying to figure out and I'm like, Oh, I really just go through the same hundred shows, don't I? Totally. Right. And mo and most people do. No, yeah. And like a lot of movies particularly are pulling their stuff. From. And creating their own streaming services exactly. like Disney and yeah, and yeah. Disney's doing theirs, uh, yeah. like Fox and everybody is doing developing well, their own so things. And well, well, won't Fox be part of Disney's? Since I, Disney I don't Fox? know. I don't know. Um, but what I was <laughs> going to say as well is that, names that whole thing. So Dylan and I um, were driving back from California a couple weeks ago, and we were listening to um, RuPaul's podcast. Oh yeah, and they had um, uh, a guest. Her name's Constance Zimmer. Um, she's on the show Unreal, but most people know her from House of Cards. And she was talking about when she got the role on House of Cards, she like told people, oh yeah, it's going to be on Netflix. And they're like, so it's not going to be on actual TV? That w- and that was the first one, right? Yeah. Like, when, when, it, like, when that was a project, like it was unprecedented. Yeah. But, like, a, was but totally, a lot of people didn't know what to do with it. They were exactly. Like, what, and what they, were like, a... they were like, this caliber of actor is doing a Netflix yeah. show? And what we've started in getting into like Emmy Award winning shows and oh, nominated yeah. shows. Are these things that started on Netflix, started on Amazon, started on Hulu? It's crazy. Yeah. I mean, you look like, at... Instead of NBC and ABC and FX and all these different channels producing shows we're having these streaming services well and that's funny because like i remember we were watching the oscars and all these commercials for new um primetime tv shows were coming on and every single one we were like that doesn't look good at all Mm -hmm. but almost every netflix trailer i watch for a new show i'm like that looks really interesting and there's so many reasons for that i mean well i mean a netflix is 
spending money out of their yeah, they, asses to, to get this. And they can, because yeah. they have so much money right now. Yeah. Absolutely. And well, and that's what's smart, is because like yeah. because everybody's pulling the things, they ha- have to develop. Well, and it's like, even and think ne- about that's show... what Netflix is becoming. Netflix is not, is no, people don't go to Netflix for movies anymore. Yeah. They go no. to Amazon or whatever. And it's, it's crazy they to go think to about Netflix. Like, yeah. where Netflix makes their money, because like there's no ads, like there's no... Um, Product placement. Product placement, yeah. yeah. But the, the, I mean, you look at a show like Stranger Things and, like, the amount of, like, just pop culture phenomena that has followed that with festivals and shirts and, like, um, pins and anything you can think of, you can get 11 on. Yeah. And I think that, like, that, they're just creating these things that are, that are building these such well, hardcore Well, and even then, I think, I think they were sort of, at least a couple of years ago, stretching themselves a little thin. As yeah. far as they were like putting a lot of money out there and not getting a lot of return, yeah, totally. but with the hope that that investment will stick and they're going to become a that, staple. I think that which the, they are. Yeah, I think totally. that like Stranger Things is what really did it too. Like I think that that it's just so wide appealing. Yeah, like, exactly. exactly. And I think that once they released that, like, and the phenomena that came with Stranger yeah. Things right yeah. after oh, it came yeah. out, everyone was like, "I need that. I need the Netflix account. Like, I need to watch this." Yeah. Yeah. And like, I don't think. I don't think they've had a show since then that has been that, like... No, I don't think so either. Or even before that. Like, House of Cards, kind of, but, like... Orange is the New Black was huge. Yeah. For, like, the first season. We, and then but still. Um, there have been a couple that shows show that burn really bright decline. at the beginning. Yeah. Right? Like, well, totally. the bummer with Orange is the New Black is that the first season is based off of this woman's memoir of her actual year in jail, and then everything else they just came up with. And so it's, like... That's that's where it kind of becomes a bummer because that's why the first season was so good because a majority of this stuff, while exaggerated, is based in reality. Yeah. And then well, you get like Piper selling like underwear on the black market in right. season two. And, 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 well, like, and that's just the other thing is, is the breadth of things that they do is or you have so shows. crazy at this point because we yeah we have like it, I remember for, like for a little while it was like you know they would do get drama shows mm-hmm. like a, a com like a yeah. comedy but now we're getting even into like daily. T- or weekly talk show. Well, yeah. that's not starting with Chelsea. Uh, Chelsea Handler. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Right. But we're also getting, um, like, uh, house documentaries. Yeah, exactly. We tried watching a... profiling. Oh, yeah, my gosh. All this or, like, we're getting original films. We're getting yeah. like, so many exactly different things. Different or the, the characters, the stand-ups, mm-hmm. things that challenge Guys, form. if you can't tell, we love Netflix a lot. I j- at the very least, it is on the pinnacle of, like, just, oh, yeah. just entertainment culture right doing now. Doing it right they, by Daft Punk. They, well, they know what the direction we're going better than we oh, do, yeah. for yeah. sure. Absolutely. And we're like we're all just lemmings following. And you know, Netflix, like we honestly. can get into like all the like, you know, they're tracking all of our entertainment and Who they, cares? they know what we're into. Yeah. Like track my entertainment. Like, yeah, Give me real. ads that here's my thing about well, that you know, is it's is, like Commercialism. Here's my thing: is Capitalism. like honestly, I kind of would rather that happen. So I see ads I'm actually interested in, as opposed to like things I don't care about. See, the thing I'm disappointed <laughs> in is when I I come across a 98 percent match and it's like fucking Peppa Pig or something. <laughs> that I mean, okay, but how many times have you talked about Peppa Pig in the last year, Trevor? A lot. At least eight. <laughs> at least like more than that. All right, a hundred. Maybe. Trevor talks about Peppa Pig all the Weekly, time. Weekly, at least. He loves Peppa Pig. Even they, okay, so it. to be fair then, they're tracking they're more than my entertainment history. Uh, I, there's, I know something about how they do that. Uh, it's Big Brother and I don't care. <laughs> yeah, I don't yeah, care at yeah, all. No, whatever. Honestly, as long as you keep giving me things I if like. If I get I'm great okay. recommendations for entertainment, exactly. I'm entirely 
satisfying. Bad. I feel a little bad for Dylan because we share a Netflix account and I refuse to like start my own profile because I've been on his. It's just so inundated. Long. So with like, like literally like stuff will show up as a ninety eight percent match and Dylan's like, and why is this on here? And I'm like, sorry. Oh my this is terrible. God. And then like I think like my sister or somebody is using it. Also- <laughs> okay, <laughs> and I have story. like four open accounts on there. Okay, so, you know, so funny you story. Make, whatever. I had when I was in uh, my senior year, first semester of my senior year in my dorm. I, we were signed into Hulu on my account, and one of the girls in my dorm kept adding weird Japanese soap operas mm. to my queue, and so every time I would, like, open it, it would literally be, like, watch, like, Korea in love, and I was like, <laughs> no, and so I, like, kept deleting it out of my queue, and then literally it would pop up again, and I was like, oh my god, make your own Hulu profile, I don't want to watch your weird Korean that. dramas, it was so annoying. That's great. Yeah, family members who use your stuff. Do, do we ever the person who uh, use somebody else's? I use Netflix? my dad's. I never used anybody else's like Netflix. I've had other them. people use mine, and like weird shit shows up on my queue or like recently uh, watched. Oh, sure. I feel like me and Dylan have kind of a system <clears throat> where like he he pays for Netflix, I pay for Hulu yeah, and yeah. Amazon Prime. And well, I'm pretty sure yeah. that somebody hacked my account at some point. I I changed my password and everything yeah. since then, but. Bob the Builder and like some other all right, like Trevor, really we all young know you're kid. All right, Bob the whatever. And speaking of Bob the Builder, let's go into our favorites. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that was Trevor. A Trevor, tell yeah. us what what about Bob the Builder? Uh, That's our first pick. If you didn't, if you didn't guess, Bob so the Builder. my pick is Honestly, going to be Bob the Builder. Like, can we talk about who's better, Bob the Builder or Handy Manny? Because I would say Handy Manny mostly because it's no, Wilbur Balmer. I disagree Balmer. entirely. I, Bob the Builder, I think Bob the Builder is a more talented carpenter. Candy Manny. With his talking tools, Entirely. Candy Manny. That is like, what is happening? <laughs> no, well, you know, I'm just thinking. <laughs> Bob the Builder probably has a really good education. Totally. So, you are, know. You, what are, are you trying to insinuate something about Handy Manny's race? No, I'm thinking wow. Handy Manny. Are you Dylan, insinuating something? The antithesis. Dylan, Dylan, the antithesis. The antithesis. <laughs> the antithesis of that is that Handy Manny. <laughs> Gosh, I'm, <laughs> I'm joking. Oh this my is, god! This is all humor. It is. We have a, it's, we have laughs here. Yeah, we do. Oh <laughs> all right. Well, before Dylan says anything else offensive, let's what? jump into our first pick, which is my pick. Um. Uh, so what? No, nothing. I was trying to go for another segue, but I feel like those aren't appreciated. <laughs> no, I feel like I had a good segue there. They oh. are when they're good segues. That they're... wasn't a segue at all. Yes, it was. Was I a... said before, wasn't bad. I said before Dylan says anything else inappropriate, let's get this like going, you know. Um. Anyways, okay. <laughs> so um, my first pick actually came out this last year. It um, did. It is produced... By homeboy David Fincher. Homeboy, yeah. David uh, Fincher. David Fincher. Of the social network. Of the social network. And, 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 and of Fight Club. Seven. Uh, and Seven. seven? And wow. Gone Girl. And Gone Girl. You said that so weird. Gone Girl. Gone Girl. It, you're like, when yeah. I, you're like and when Gone I, Girl. You're yeah. like when I listen to like British people say Dunkirk and they're like Dunkirk. The emphasis is on the girl. Gone Girl. Like, gone Girl. When, I, when I was in high school, or my like, dad, um, or like. Gone, girl. <laughs> uh, no, when I was in high school, my dad said, you have to go get your permit instead of your permit. And I was like, Dad, why do you say it like that? You're like an alien. Anyways, so... What? What did you say? 
Don't worry about it. All right. Um, <laughs> um, so no, the sorry. first episode, the first show that we're gonna talk. Oh, it's a show. Spoiler alert. Um, the first thing we're gonna talk about is uh, 2017's Mind Hunter. Boom. <laughs> Netflix sound. <laughs> um. So this is a TV show or TV show about um some FBI agents in the late 70s, the 1970s, who really created the behavioral analysis unit of the FBI. Mm. Um, so we follow um, a, he's 29? Yes. 29-year-old yeah, um, hostage negotiation professor named Holden Ford, played by Jonathan Groff of Glee um, slash Spring Awakening slash Hamilton fame. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, Jesse St. James, thank you so much. <laughs> um, it also star stars Holt uh, McCallum. Okay. Um, you got it. You get it. Anna Torv and those, you know, those are the big ones. Uh, and Hannah Gross. Um, so uh, a lot of a lot of no names. Yeah. 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 Or a lot of um, yeah. Which I don't think is I don't think is uh, uncommon for Netflix. I don't think it's uncommon for David Fincher too. Really. Yeah, I that's mean. true. Yeah, Arm Hammer didn't know before. Yeah. Jesse Network. Eisenberg didn't, didn't really know. Eisenberg, Jesse yeah. Eisenberg had Andrew a little bit Andrew Garfield. <laughs> Grant, at the same time, he also used Ben Affleck. And I literally had Harris. no yeah. idea who um, I love David Jesse Fincher. Eisenberg was before The Social oh, Network. And the, really? Wow. You didn't see Zombieland? Yeah. Or I didn't see Zombieland before event, I saw uh, The Social Network. Are, look who you're talking about. Do you really think I watched a movie starring Jesse Eisenberg and Kristen Stewart? It's a good movie. Do you really it think is. I watched that movie, though? That's like asking me if I watched... The one with Shailene Woodley and Miles Teller. Like, come on. Yeah, you're all kind of... Did you, not, did, well, did you not see this spectacular now? No, I did not <laughs> see this spectacular yeah. now. Lipstick in my... Val- <laughs> <laughs> Lipstick in my Valentino white bag? <laughs> you didn't see the spectacular now? <laughs> it's great. No. It's it so is. good. It is good. I can't stand either it is of good. them. Of but it's like a decent movie. It. It's pretty quality. Well, it's also got. Know. It's also got homeboy Michael B. Jordan. Yeah. Uh, also, I might be wrong, but I think it's available on Netflix. Wait, oh. Wait. Boom, 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 boom. Uh, <laughs> isn't Michael B. Jordan in the other? Oh, um, uh, do I just do? Isn't just, the one the woman that I get from? Oh, you mean I've Fantastic Four? I am thinking of that. No, <laughs> the spectacular. <laughs> I absolutely did not see Fantastic Four. <laughs> oh no, I did see Fantastic Four. I saw it that as a joke. Trash. It was great. Guys, we gotta get back okay, on topic. So, okay. Um, uh, I apologize. To... Yes, I'm thinking of that movie, but both are good. Okay. Yes. Uh, so, anyways, this show is, uh, like we said, produced and directed. Uh, Four episodes by David Fincher. I believe it's also produced by um, Charlize Theron, if I'm correct. Okay. Charlize um, Theron. Yes, it is. Charlize Theron, uh, executive producer. So anyways, this show follows a young FBI professor who kind of wants to learn about these criminals in a different way. So he embarks <clears throat> on this kind of cross-country tour, really, to yep. interview famous serial killers. And... Anyone who knows me know that knows that I am like so weirdly interested in serial killers. Like hmm. I think they are so incredibly interesting. Oh, totally. But they founded the term in the serial show. killers. Well, yes. yes. Well, but so. yes, you. So you really like serial killers. I, I think that there's like, I, I think for me because I don't know that I like 
in any circumstance other than maybe self-defense would ever have the capacity to kill somebody. Yeah. I think that's why I find it so fascinating. Also, if you haven't listened to this other podcast, the last podcast on oh the left God. Um, is, yeah. a, is a serial killer based uh, but they make kind it of a funny. cult stuff and they're, they're really great. They Watch make it them. Funny. They're on, uh, yeah, last Honestly, podcast. Honestly, if you ever have like a really long drive, listen to them because <laughs> they will great. make you laugh. They're super great. Or listen to our backlog of episodes. <laughs> uh, those <laughs> are but so this first season has 10 episodes um and basically you know we we touch on some really famous serial killers actually yeah. um we talk about ed kemper yeah. uh they've mentioned Rudos. We talk a lot about charles manson who i think that they're going to be interviewing in the second season probably I, um, I actually i think well because they show a little bit of the the like there's sort of different scenes aside with some other killer that they don't really talk about. They just show them, like, burning that's photos. That's not right. going to be Charles Manson. No, that's a guy named the... Uh, is it BTK killer? I'm, I'm, oh, there's, yeah. He is a, he's a famous serial killer. Yeah, yeah, One of the first ones um, to call. So that's why I think they're going to focus on. Gotcha. So, but I do think they will interview Charles Manson at some point. I don't know if the guy actually did, but they've talked too much about Charles Manson not to, like, bring they him have. up. They've talked about um, A cool <clears throat> one for me when I was watching it was, so I don't know if there's any other Madman fans out there, but there's an episode in one of the later seasons where Sally is being babysat by her grandma and she yeah. accidentally read or hears the news story about oh. the nine nurses that got murdered. Mm. And I didn't think that was a real thing, even though, like, I know that most of the stuff that happens in Mad Men is real, but I'd never actually heard about it. And then in um, Mindhunter. in Mindhunter, they actually interview that killer. And I'm trying to remember what his name is. Interesting. Um, is it the ones that were at the house? They no. were all in the same house. No, no, no. He's uh, yeah, yeah. Where he yeah. killed all the, okay. all the, and he throws the bird into the fan at the end of the interview. Uh huh. Okay. Well, I you don't know, remember his name. How how many cop shows Richard's or like police yes. procedurals do you a think you, you've watched here? So here's the thing. Okay. I, no. Actually, not a lot. Really? I well, watched so, a lot of Criminal Minds. Yeah. Um, I love that. I I just love the psychology behind it. Totally. I think it's so For interesting. Sure. I just think, yeah, I just think... And so we, Criminal Minds is the main one? That's the main one I've watched. I watched a lot of NCIS when I was in, like, eighth No, grade. me too. I watched a ton of NCIS. And I, I watched NCIS. And I realized it wasn't I, very good. I, it's I still the number one most viewed show on television. Wow. Isn't I'm, that crazy? I did not realize that. Yeah, it's, it's been that for, like, ten years. <clears throat> I, that's the other thing. It's been around for so long. But, like, so, yeah, like, NCIS I watched a ton of. I watched CSI. I watched... Um, Hawaii Five-0, I watched weird. Monk, I watched... The only it's one that I actually watched... Is what, like... Is Bones. Oh. I never watched any other crime show. I think, like, the well, reason... Yeah. Like, the, weird, the weird thing for me is, like, I can watch Criminal mm-hmm. Minds and, like, fairly bad an eye at what happens. I watch one episode of Law & Order SVU and I'm like, I'm out. Well, <laughs> like, I just, it just seems like this sort of show is, you know tired at this point it's like yeah. you're treading sort of stale water yeah uh, i don't think that's a but metaphor they, they or a like... saying i just said that um it, it will um, be now um yeah but, no it's but, like been there done that exactly but i think approaching it from the standpoint of the people who developed those same sort of practices well, in the first place is I, a really interesting way to sort of yeah, subvert that and, and i think like it's also approach like approach it in a fresh light i think that the other thing too is it focuses on the um actual like agents as much as it focuses on the actual like crimes mm. that are happening yeah so like that's that's the issue that you run into with a lot of crime procedurals <clears throat> is that it's just the procedural and then they like sprinkle a little bit of like character arc in there it's like really surface level yeah exactly yeah. but so with something like this you know you're really like learning about 
this about Holden Ford, who is such an well, interesting it's just, character. Yeah. It's just good to build that sort of relationship with the character in that occupation. Like Absolutely. The, the, the things that and it's changes very, that Holden is making as a yeah. character and as a person are it's very Silence of the Lambs mirrored and reflected yeah, uh, yeah. And yeah totally yeah catalyzed by absolutely his experience and he's yeah. like and the cool thing with everything that they do and I think that like I think why it stands out from other like police dramas is that like they're creating the rule book as they go whereas in the other ones they're following it you mm. know what I mean yeah. so yeah, like totally. everything that Holden Ford does and um <clears throat> Tench right Bill yeah. Tench yeah. yeah everything the two of them do they're like sorry it's been like six months since I actually watched through the whole thing. And I watched and it Trevor two, watched it two, two days ago. So. so, um, but so everything that they're doing is unprecedented. And I, that's why I think it's so interesting because like, not only are they like building these profiles and like what they think is going on, but they're also like building what's acceptable in those interviews yeah. mm. and like the and questions it, they need to well, ask. It was really and, cool to see like, uh, how they messed up in the, or not necessarily messed up, yeah. but kind of tried in the interviews to, to push things a little too far, and then we're taken back by the FBI. The right, that's government. a nice yeah. source, source of drama. Super I think. cool, it works yeah. Really well the show. <clears throat> Some of the, I mean, a lot of the the subplots in this TV show are really intriguing yeah. as well. Like, it's not. I I don't watch crime shows ever, mm-hmm. ever. I don't particularly like them or whatever. But since we were doing this Is it podcast, you and you could kill somebody. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> <laughs> that's probably it. Yeah. Uh, Trevor's uh, guys. Spoiler alert. Trevor's probably gonna be a serial killer. It could be. Jesus. Um, he just really wants to play one. I do. I really. Do. I mean, that, yeah. like, I really do. Granted, I do. These sh- I do. I, I think really that's, do. that's a, a thing about these. Why these shows are so prevalent? It's yes. just so yeah, it is so interesting. So, yeah. It's so easy. It's so easy to read a headline about a serial killer and just be like, oh, like, oh, what is that? What is that John Mulaney <laughs> bit where he's like the New York Post and he's like, beat it, bozo. Oh, do you yeah. know what I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah. No, um, but, okay. yeah, so, but it's no, so easy. To, it's so easy to just read a headline about a serial killer and yeah. be like that's disgusting and not look any deeper into it. But when you sit and you like actually like think about all the things that happened in their life that led them to this mental break where they just did something horrible is so interesting. Well, uh, and just to see I will the, say their life as they were growing up as well, um, as as children, like seeing the little bits of that kind of build into where mm-hmm. they are now. It's crazy. Well, and it's also like, I'm sh- honestly for me, like I'm shocked that I like them this much because so many of these like men that have done these horrible things were set off by like some woman saying, no, I don't want to sleep with you. Yeah. And so like, that's terrifying well, to think well, that you could be out at a bar. Some guy could like try and pick you up. You say no. And next, you know, he's murdering you. Yeah. Like, Holden says, brings up an interesting point during one of the episodes that I think is really interesting. I think it's, it's early on. It's, it might be in the first or the second episode where he talks about Charles Manson and he's like, you know, he's a monster. Yeah. We can all agree. He was also, you know, mm-hmm. like beaten and uh, oh, yeah. molested when he was episode. a child. Totally. Yeah. He grew up around prostitutes and with like sociopaths himself. Yeah, and, like, he was born like, into this, this well, incredibly... And- Difficult, uh, horrific. Well, and, child. Even, and then, yeah. and mom, the rest of his life was not any better. No, like, it wasn't. It, he was never, all, it was ever, all terrible. Yeah. Well, and he even makes the point too, like he he never actually killed anybody. Exactly. Like he just manipulated these other people yeah. into doing it, and it's so like it's, it's just like the I think that their their it's, brains are such interesting places. Well, and it gets interesting because it's you're not 
being reductive about it. Exactly, and I think another show that does this really well that was canceled way too soon was Hannibal on NBC. (sighs) Like, that show... That's the thing, is I feel like if you can make me even remotely empathize with someone that horrible, you are doing such a good job. Like, totally, yeah, and, and they do that with um, Richard, Ed with Richard Speck yeah. and Ed Kemper. Like Ed Kemper. Um, when he's when he uh, talks about the bird that he got, he said it, um, I was feeding him through whatever. Yeah, and, yeah, he just takes care like, of this bird. Also, like, he... here's the thing: this is not to say that like I am really sympathizing with the real Ed Kemper. This sure. is like the dramatization. This is like when I, yes. I just when have to I clarify did the because movie Ed about Kemper Hitler some... a couple weeks ago. Like, I was like, yeah, for the record, I'm not a fan of Hitler. Like, yeah, just pause for a second because I do think Charles Manson is a horrible person. I also think that like. Ed Kemper is They're absolutely all absolute disgusting. Garbage. They're but terrible. all that said, they're people too. Yeah. It, and well, I think that like looking at them as three-dimensional things and not just the murders is important. And I think that that's why the entirety of them is tragic. Exactly. Not just what they do, but they, their entire existence exactly. is just one big now, tragedy. Now, granted, every once in a while you get one like um Oh, you just uh, have like the fuck up asshole who likes killing people. Or gotcha. you got like the, the virgin killer yeah, in yeah. Uh, in California yep. who literally was just this rich jerk who thought no one liked him totally. and yeah, shot a bunch of sorority girls. Oh, but, but like the people shit, who were born into this poverty and like had nothing but horrible things. Because yeah. here's the thing: nine times out of ten, they have some sort of mental issue to begin with, and then they are born into these homes where they're usually beaten and sexually abused. Yeah. And nine times out of ten, they have horrible relationships with their mothers, Mother, which leads yeah. them to do terrible things to women. Yeah. Can you tell I've watched a lot of crime shows? Mm. Um, but I think that like it's just this perfect like Molotov cocktail of a person that is just bound to explode sure. at some point. And I think that that's why that work is so important because you can take a look at like. Like, I think that profiling is such an interesting thing when done correctly. Well, yeah, and this is... And when, like, you're trained to do it, not when there's like, some person who's like, ooh, he looks creepy. Well, this yeah. sort of show is so in David Fincher's... I know. Like, yeah, 100%. Like, I love absolutely. him. He's so, great. He's wonderful. Like, this is a Seven? perfect kind of project to it get is. to him. Oh, wait, pause. Um, we didn't even bring up Zodiac, which, oh, like... Zodiac is his, so good. The precursor to this, 100%. So good. Like, 100%, Zodiac yeah, is absolutely. an absolute masterpiece. Right. Which, if you have not seen Zodiac... Please go watch it yeah. because literally it's, got, it it's got Mark Ruffalo, it's got uh, Jake Gyllenhaal, it's yep. got Robert Downey Jr. Take an Adderall so... beforehand because it's super long. But... It's super long, <laughs> but I, it's so worth it. He, yeah, uh, David. He Spencer... does true crime so well. Yeah. Exactly. Just why, crime in general. Why is that? Maybe he's just a really weird know. dude. Also, day. Correct me if I'm wrong, but was he not also a starting hand in House of Cards in the first place? Oh, I'm gonna look I that think up. He is. I, don't know. I, don't I think know. he. I think That's he might have been a producer to I, get it off the floor in the first place. He was because in the in the interview with Constance Zimmer, she said that it was David Fincher. Right, huh. exactly. So cool. like, yeah. To see that's an interesting thing about that he was on the front of all of this in yeah. the first place. Totally. Guys, let's do a David Fincher episode. Just talk about Seven, um, Fight Club, Gone Girl, Zodiac, Girl with the Dragon Tattoo, House of Cards, Mindhunter, and that's just the ones that Netflix, or that Wikipedia chose to tell me about. How would you describe his, like, what does a David Fincher movie feel like? It's interesting. It's 
dark. dark. Yeah. Like, color-wise, it's dark, and I love that. It's, well, not even, it's, it's very, necessarily dark, but, like... It's muted. It's, it's, yeah, uh, and I feel it's, like it's desaturated mm-hmm. to a certain level, but I think, like, he also uses color in an interesting I think way. Like, he does. Like, he brings it out. Visually, he wants you to be looking for, like, something. And I think that, like, that's what I get from all his shots, yeah. from all of, like, his cinematography, like, the well, cinematography and his work is that I'm like, what am I looking for? What does he want me to focus well, on? Well, I was watching a video focus on anything, and I love it. that talked about his camera work. Yes. And especially when he talked, mm-hmm. he is moving his camera yeah. um, with other characters. And what he does when yeah. he's moving his camera a lot is that he moves it almost to the T the way other characters, whatever, the focus sure. character is He did moving. the curious case of Benjamin Button. I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. Uh, Sorry, continue. But like, so like, if a character say walks over to a chair, sits right. down, gets up, go grabs something across a table, and yeah. sits back down, like it would follow all of those tiny movements mm. to a T. And I think the whoever was showed me that was talking about how that guys he's done a lot of music videos. Oh yeah, and some good ones too. You know what his most recent one was? What suit and tie by Justin Timberlake. Really. Hmm. That's very interesting. He is a, yeah, just wildly talented. He's amazing. Never won an Oscar. Really? Not once. Actually, there are a couple people who I realized during, like, this last Oscars, people were discussing, like, he never won. Paul Thomas Anderson has never won. Really? Um, Gary Oldman had never won. I mean, I can can understand to a certain extent why Paul Thomas Anderson has never won with The Master and he's amazing. There will be blood. But but even still, There Will Be Blood is considered one of the greatest movies. Best films ever, yeah. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. He's amazing. I can understand with kind of the way things were when when it came to uh, I mean, it came out it came out in a big year. I mean, 2007 was a huge year. But anyway, um, so speaking about sociopaths, <laughs> uh, white sociopaths. White sociopaths. Oh, we're not talking about Mindhunter. Are we? Oh, that's fine. Yes. Yeah, just please watch it. Honestly, it's great. I will say if you um, are easily offended and get easily creeped out, don't watch it because I mean it's a the, serial killer. Well, yeah, and yeah. The, well, the language is is very yeah. harsh. You know, you're um, yeah, there for. Yeah. Uh, so just, I mean, you know, just a, a disclaimer. Mm. So. White sociopaths. Um, <laughs> next. <laughs> next. Um, you not actually. I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, to a little. So, uh, okay. so one of Netflix's things that they started doing was uh, was comedy specials, was yeah. stand-up comedy. Um, so like, they've done stuff like John Mulaney. And, oh, I've right. seen John Mulaney two weeks. I'm so excited. The only other company that was really doing that was like HBO. Totally, yeah. Who has done some great stuff, uh-huh. but like that was like in the 90s. They didn't really Excuse me, move. two dope queens is a revelation. They, they used to move over to digital until later in the yeah. morning. Yeah. So, um, anyway, the, 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 the Netflix... <laughs> the we're going to talk about. The Netflix now. special that I picked um, is Bo Burnham's Make Happy stand-up special. Now, Bo Burnham had had two stand-ups before, before the specials this. that weren't Netflix. Correct. So, so what did, was not Netflix and, and words, 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 words was not Netflix. Which was like 2010 and then what was like 13. 13. Yeah. yeah. So um, a lot of people don't like him and I get it. I don't I mean, not like him. I didn't like the special. Okay. Bill Burnham is just, he is the best at what he's, I, yeah, I think 100%. of his generation, I agree with he's that. easily the best. I Defy anyone to name me a successful stand-up as big as he is yeah. under 30 
Totally. Under 30. He's 25 right now. He he let... Uh, he. I mean, started. I will say that I think that um, John Mulaney's definitely is, up there with the traction 30s. he's been getting. Is but he really? he's in his 30s. Yeah, oh, he is. He's like in his mid-30s. Well, he was like 29. No. No. Oh, well. Exactly. No, that's crazy. He looks like a baby. It's, it's amazing. Bo Burnham but. is... is, is, is personally an inspiration to me because he started when he was 16 he started releasing youtube YouTube videos out um Mm -hmm. and then came out with yeah but came out with his first special um when he was 20 i think um in 2010 or whatever yeah and just so then wouldn't he be 28 he's 20 i think he's 26 right now yeah he was 25 last year yeah when he released make happy but i'm so sorry i just cracked my neck i don't know it's just it wasn't loud it's just crazy to me the stuff that he's done he, he is, an, he is a, an inspiration to me because he's a young person that started his career by himself just putting content out of there like mm. out well, in the and world he just has a natural talent for a certain type of i think disassociated mm-hmm. sort of like introspection totally a certain level of well i guess we'll get more into it but yeah like, he, he he does satire very well he could he comments on and he does um, musical comedy yes. which i think is yeah. worth yeah. Is, is worth noting he's a bit like he that's what got him his views when he was on youtube yeah, is exactly. he did original songs that uh, got a lot of shares and a yeah. lot of them are actually really great they're pretty solid um, as a 16 jordan is shaking her head no. i was just shaking actually my earrings when i shake them they touch my shoulders and i thought that was fun oh jordan's just being dumb okay yeah. so oh yeah uh, <laughs> she, but so that is worth noting that that is uh, a lot of what his stuff is. Totally. Um, and even seeing his growth from like a single keyboard mm-hmm. on YouTube to what he does in like this special, which is like a full like yeah. runaway he Kanye does, West. Yeah, exactly. He does orchestra. Kind of number. He does production. It, it's stuff really like almost that. a theater piece. Yeah, because it is. it's more than just a, just stand up. It um, is. Yeah. Uh, I think the kind of comedy that he does mm-hmm. is, yeah, it's very satirical. It's exactly. very um, sort of sardonic. Like, yeah. and he and he jokes about this. Like when he's, uh, there's a joke. I think it's in what where he says uh, he sits down at the camera mm-hmm. or at the piano. He's like, I'm gonna get into my persona. Yeah, give yeah, me yeah, exactly. sink into my persona. Yeah, and he like just yeah. like scoffs and yeah. like rolls his eyes. Exactly. Lies. And because like that's his whole thing is he's yeah. just, like just that. Well, he, really and, and he says, now, he like, states in this special, um, I'm never honest for a moment up here. Like, I'm never, I'm never honest. And, and I think that's well, something, go ahead. No, no, continue. Finish your point. I think that's something to, to take away from his comedy, even though he does go into that introspection, and even though he does, um, this special plays with the, <laughs> I, I border between, um, introspection and wanting to please a crowd um and i think it does that in such a cool way where he even mid-song starts talking about all these things i i hope i can give this these people what i can't even give myself which is happiness and then he goes back into well whatever like i'm just gonna make them laugh yeah no i think that's a really interesting part about his comedy what do you think jordan um, like well, well, yeah. You only just saw this for the first time, right. like and yesterday, so two days ago. Other than this was yesterday. And, yesterday. and you at the same time had never seen any of his stand up. Well, You've only so seen his I'd YouTube seen, video and his vines. No, no, no. So I'd seen I'd seen his vines. I'd seen him in um, Parks and Rec. Yeah. And then I'd seen um, quite a few actually clips from this special. Oh, okay. this special. Um, yeah, I mean, I've seen ones from other ones as well. Um, but I mean, I'd seen the um, the country music one. Yeah. 
And there was another one that I'd seen as well. The okay. loved one? Lower your yes, expectations? Yes, yes. Yeah. Um, and so I think for me, um, there was a handful of stuff that he did that I liked. I'm not a huge fan of musical comedy. I'm just, I'm not. In general. Yeah. Um, I, yeah. I, I think that like, I get it, but like, he, he even makes a joke in the beginning where he's like, this joke is going to get old in five minutes. Totally, yeah. And I was like, that's how I feel about musical comedy a little sure. bit. Is like, I think it's funny, like, sprinkled in, but an entire show is not my favorite. What about it? Um, I think the joke just gets old. And the like joke being... Says, just the fact that he's singing it instead of saying his point. Also, I, I Well, really that's the thing do... is, I don't think his music is, like, if you just treat... Because, like, how do you feel about, like, Lil Dicky? Because I know you like his stuff, generally speaking. Yeah. Yeah, but I don't know that I would want to go to a Lil Dicky show. Like, I think well, it's fun to listen to, like, one song at a time. I don't ever sit and listen to an entire Lil Dicky album in one sitting. I guess. That's yeah. fair. Um, and I think that with his show, I do like that style of comedy. Not, like, I like the style of stand-up where people are just kind of telling stories about their lives. Um, I like finding comedy in, like, mundane situations and, like, going to the doctor or I can't really. Find I don't. I don't think there's any other stand-ups who do what he does exactly. No, 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 exactly. No, no, no. And yeah. I think there's that... Not. So for me, like, I wasn't... Most of them are like that. I yeah. didn't love that it was just like, let me make this negative observation about other people. And, like, I get it's, I get his introspection and I get that's what he's trying to do. Well, no, it's definitely super cynical. Yeah. And I thought it was funny a, to an extent. I didn't really like the song about, like, telling people to kill themselves. I get that it was a joke, but it also was just, like... Who are you to tell people that they can't be like inspired by music? I get that it's a joke, but I was like, ugh. Well, <laughs> I I get it. I get the joke. I'm just saying I didn't like. And he does. I mean, he does set you up for that cynicism for to, sure. to a certain extent at the very beginning. You're listening to this this TV recording that basically is like, yeah, I couldn't. You know, I've never seen my mom happy. Blah blah blah. And sure. You just and you I... go through this entire thing where he's not. A happy person. All I, of his is all of his comedy is commentary well, on, on. And even then, like, yeah, but just I think for me, I think for me, uh, watching a watching stand up comedy, I wanted to enjoy myself more. Gotcha. Like there was stuff that like I laughed at because yeah, it was funny, but I wasn't like super enjoying. And that's an interesting thing watching. that he like that he talks a lot. And you were saying this yeah. earlier. This special. In particular, yes, he reflects a lot on what it is to be an entertainer yeah. and to just the be a performer, culture. whatever. Yeah, well, and just the entire like audience, entertainer, Social interaction, media, all and of culture yeah. behind totally. it, like the energy that goes into that. Yeah, like he's. I think he struggles a lot with. Um, well, yeah, I guess those very same things. Like I. We'll get into this a little bit more when we sure. talk about my yes. pick next, but I. He is a, and he gets into this too, mm-hmm. a success, during this episode he has a, a song where he talks about all of his problems, yeah. which being a single white straight male, male. Straight yeah, white straight male, male yeah. uh, are like, you know, pretty <laughs> yeah. nothing. Yeah. They're pretty minimal. Exactly. Yeah. Um, there's just, there's a idea that people nowadays, uh, particularly people who are sort of our generation, mm-hmm. Also, also say just our class who sort of grew up educated, yeah, totally. well off, don't really have to worry about too anything much, yeah. serious. Yeah, just they. But are still pretty messed up in the head. Yeah, right. Because the you sort of have nothing a nothing to worry about other than just your own shit. Exactly. Which is and like who you are and how you're impacting the world. Right. Right. Yeah. Which is just 
a bummer. Yeah. Um, and then, like, you know, especially going into entertainment, you know, you a, a you every one of us grows up watching tons of movies, oh, consumes yeah. totally. so much entertainment that yeah, like there's a certain a huge expectation part of culture. Right. There's an expectation going into that what that is going to be like for you. Yeah what your responsibilities are as an entertainer, all of these sort of things that he also, like, doesn't feel comfortable with because I think he sees, and he talks about a lot of just, I think, people who are fans and, like, buy into it Mm -hmm. so much that is almost unhealthy. Yeah, he basically says in in the special, I'm not emotionally responsible for all of you all of you people watching yeah. this right now. I'm not responsible for all of my fans. Like I, you know, I know that people say like, oh, my fans, they've, they've been with me through thick and thin, whatever. And he says, no, don't stick with me through thick. If I stop entertaining you, kick me to the curb. I'm no use to you anymore. I'm in the service industry, right. blah, blah, blah. When it, becomes, it's... when it becomes more than that, it becomes, dis- at least he questions that mm-hmm. it becomes dishonest yeah, or it becomes... Exactly. Even manipulative to a certain but I point. But I think an extent. I think to an extent he's minimizing that. I think that like, I think when famous people say you stuck with me through thick and thin, they're not saying you stuck through with me when I like when I sucked. It's like life gets hard and like I. I mean, some people do. Yeah, some yeah. people. Sure. That's a but very, I think that I think that to say that. And I think that's a very common know. attitude that also like have. Yeah, yeah, you're not emotionally responsible for your fans. No, but I think at the same time, like if this no. is what you wanted out of life. You do owe something to the people who who are the reason. Well, yeah, that but you're that's successful. what he's that's what he's that's what he's wrestling with this yeah, entire because special sure. because he wants to give them the entertainment right. that they deserve. He, he, he that, wants to the last give them time, their night like, out. Where he's like, yeah, I really want. I know you work really hard for your exactly. Like, he sings the song. He's sure, like, I hate yeah. you, you work hard for your night out. I want you to have a good time. I want you to leave here happier than you were when you started exactly and basically like, like, when he re- I think the thing that is an issue for him is he realizes that entertainment today largely is superficial. Yeah. And to a certain... At, at, at the very... I mean, so, at, at some level, most of it is. Of it's his great. commentary is on this... During the special, is you know, um, commenting on, on the lip-sync battles and stuff like... TV shows like that and country music and all this stuff. It's, you know, it's... And, and, he, and again, he says during his interview, he's like, have higher standards for your entertainment. Yeah, like, exactly. don't settle for things that right. aren't yeah. worth your time. If you... Want to? If you're going to, get to take something in and devote exactly hours of your life to it, make sure it's don't good. settle for pandering. Don't settle for you know lip lip sync battles that are just this joke of whatever. Yeah, I think they're great. <laughs> I love watching. Here's my thing though: is like right, that, but like but, uh, but, okay, I understand what you guys are saying, but I also think that a, like that is saying screw you to the people who don't choose like, to be as intellectual about their entertainment. I think that it's completely fair to want to just laugh at something and want to laugh at a famous person that you and like. you can't do that and... and no, I'm saying you can, like, but I think that, like, but to like, say stuff like that, you're, like, no, but like, pooping when, on everybody else's When he, when he, when he talks about the lip-syncing thing, he does, he mm-hmm. brings up a point that, like... He is goes always, off on Jimmy Fallon for a minute is, there, is, is, all, is on, the, but it was, has been my issue with it. Like, he says, like, if it's a guy, it's a guy singing a girl song. Oh, it's but fun. he's not. It's funny, because he's not a... Like all, uh, consistently, it's always that, and yeah. that's the source of the humor and the and why they keep doing it. And the girls, it's like, hey, she's ironically singing like a, a rap a really, song. Yeah, exactly. Like, sort there's of not. I mean, song. there's a lot of which is like that's why like 
and I have this issues with actresses. Like this totally. is why I'm I'm haven't been a huge fan of like Jennifer Lawrence sure. or like Anna Kendrick. Sure. Because I think a lot of and Anna Kendrick does the rap thing a lot. Where yeah. She, like raps Biggie and yeah. stuff when she's on talk shows. I'm like. No, she doesn't. She talks about at least how she, she does. She talks about how she had to rap in Pitch Perfect. No, she st- she, she raps when they do the uh, games, like the little mini also, games. Also, like... She, she does that. That is uh, something that she does. I think that is a fair thing to say. That's just, like, but, a dumb thing to be critical of, though, no, because then every because white guy who raps you should be making fun of, too. I j- all I'm saying is that I think that, to a s- large degree, that is a persona and an image that she is choosing to do as a marketing ploy because that is what sells and that's what and people like that and it's funny and it's all these she things. She likes hip hop music. I mean, that very well may be the case. I don't know. But I just think that there I is, just, when it's you're, hard to when determine when, totally. When I you're looking like, at Jennifer like, Lawrence <laughs> saying, oh, I love pizza, blah, blah, blah. You're like, like oh, She's like, I'm just so a regular relatable. girl. Yeah. yeah. And, and you know that's not sure. the case. She know. makes millions of dollars. No, and that's what I'm saying is that Bo Burnham, as an entertainer, sees... All of these people around him who are also entertainers doing the same thing. Like comedians joking about being, most comedians joke about being like regular guys. Exactly. Even though, like Ray Romano, uh, the blue collar guys, Seinfeld, they're all ridiculously rich and don't have regular people problems. There is a level of artifice behind what all of, everybody in the entertainment industry is. Totally. Everybody. That's fine. I just think I don't appreciate the way that Bo Burnham makes a lot of very broad. They're point. They are pointed. I would not say they're broad. I think they are very. And I think that there. There's a lot of truth to what he says. No, and I understand that, but I think that like I, I don't know. Is that that not what comedians do? Is make broad, broadish statements? Despite. I don't know. I just. Despite your feelings. If you talk about like that kind of semantics for standups, then any stretch of the imagination. I just think that like there's a lot of things that he says where I'm just like, I don't know. It it just he feels so like. I'm a lot smarter than you, and this is why this is stupid. This is why that's in, stupid. I don't, this is why that's I'm going to say again, he points it out in his special. Mm-hmm. He's like, I'm not saying I'm better entertainment. Yeah. I'm not I'm, saying, uh, he's he's saying that. He's I said, think he's, 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 he comes he off like I'm a smarter person in general. He's, no, but he even says to, in his in his thing, in his uh, special, I mean, just, he says, I don't know anything about anything at all. But if I do know one thing, blah blah blah. But I mean, but I think that is what that is that is what I'm self aware that I'm a jerk, but I'm not going to stop being a jerk. He's not being a jerk. I'm not saying he's being a jerk. I'm saying that's the same thing as saying like I know I'm this, but I'm still going to do it anyways. I know I don't know anything, but I'm still going to talk to you like I know everything. He is making his own personal observations for, and and he says, and again, he says this because he because he says I'm not going to talk about mm-hmm. politics because I'm not going to talk about I only know my my idea of other people's ideas he's not interpreting other people's feelings or why they feel whatever they're feeling sure. but he's saying like there are notable observations that he makes about mm-hmm. the world that we live in and like things that he thinks are sort of messed up about it sure. and particularly the world he lives in which is the entertainment industry yeah. and that's, that's why like I... even after this special I think he's Sort of retiring or like taking oh, a yeah. break. Oh, yeah, I don't, this. yeah, totally. After, after the special, he, anna- like he announced least. that he's, mm-hmm. uh, I think, wanting to step away for right. a little bit yeah. and not do he anything did, for yeah. a while. I just think that, like, there are, there are things that he says and jokes that he makes that I think insult a certain type of viewer. Which is like like the country music song or the like, which is funny, but I think is, at but the is same it wrong? Time, I, I don't, so I think he does. So he I does. just don't like the idea of like telling everyone that you should demand more of your entertainment because maybe people are getting exactly what they want from their entertainment, and just because he thinks it's bad that, doesn't mean other people shouldn't enjoy it. Maybe 
I don't. I, mean, think, I, totally I don't think he's. I, I, don't, I would disagree. I yeah. think if we allow ourselves to just become inundated with lowest common denominator material, we're going to be just ingesting lowest common. But I, I think just, that that's I, what I, some people think is funny. That's the level that some people are at, and to minimize those people and make those people feel like they're less or like they're I'm stupid not, or they're not smart. I guarantee. I guarantee that most of those people would find smarter things funnier if they were presented with them. But it's cheap and easy to sell. And it makes a lot of money. That's why they do it. They don't do it like that's why we keep getting shitty horror movies yeah. that don't are like pointless. They're really I dumb. My back, sorry. But uh, they make a lot of money. That's why there's no like they're not doing it for people's feelings or anything. I'm not there that is a money. I'm not saying that they're doing it for people's feelings, but there are a hundred percent of pe- like a hundred percent people out there who genuinely enjoy that. Right. And that no, makes but them but feel that's good. Just, and that's what, what entertainment should do. But, but like, if you're just enjoying something that that is obviously being sold being sold to you, I think there's a level of like, you know. Of questioning to that, like, well, I, like, like I don't necessarily my think it has to do with your intelligence. As to, you know, yeah. I don't think it necessarily. I don't think he's commenting on, oh, you're not smart enough to to intake this kind of material. I mean, but like, here's the thing: in songs like the like the country music song, but the, it sounds the country, like that. The country it music, no, but like there is there is a major about in the beginning before he starts. He says, you know. Some of the best songwriters ever sure. are, okay. you know, well, are country artists. And, and, and then he goes on to talk to, about guys like Luke Bryan and Keith Urban. So now he's saying are, everybody likes them. Is no, smart enough to? That's not true. It's not. But he's not saying that they're not smart enough. He's just saying. But that he's you pointing should, out the hypocrisy. Yeah, which exactly. Is he's saying that you should demand more than just pandering from your from your, your entertainers, entertainers. which is what they do. Which what is what I'm they do. What I'm trying to say, though. Is, is that, that I think it's I think it's an individual thing that you need to do within yourself. I don't think everybody needs to pick this idea of what should be the standard and the rally behind it because not everybody's going to feel no, the same way about the same again, entertainment. He's not trying to pick the standard. He sure. says that he's not trying. I know to. he's he, not but trying he is, to, but, but like by him, no, no, what like okay. he is making himself the person who is pointing out what you why things could be better and or okay. how things take, could be better take something like big bang theory for an example okay. you both hate it i've never seen it so okay. i don't know but like it is the most like the most sure. watched comedy and the longest running comedy on tv in a while and so like it is that for a reason and I just mean, because do, we, do you want to talk about the because no, i could talk about why what's is, wrong with the big what bang i'm theory. trying to say is that just because some people are cultured enough and aware enough of what the other things are out there and what art can be and what entertainment can be doesn't mean that the rest of the world has to move to that standard. Why not? Or why because not? Why 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 shouldn't they, they but why why be. shouldn't they be introduced to that? I'm not saying they shouldn't be introduced to it, but I'm saying they shouldn't be asked to to trash the things that they enjoy because it's not smart enough. I'm not saying don't I'm not saying don't trash it because it's not quote unquote smart enough. But, but if by it's saying but no, 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 no. Because saying... I'm not talking about intellectual stimulation. I'm talking about disingenuousness and something that's being sold and being marketed to you for well, money. For yeah, specifically for money. Specifically for money. People who but... watch those things and find it genuine. There's no. plenty of people who really. Got... Are you going to tell me that people watch like something like The Big Bang Theory? I absolutely a super, think there are people... a super fake. Really, I like, absolutely like, think there are people really, who are like that. That is like Big Bang Theory is like a. The like the idea of what nerds are to like someone who hangs nothing around them. Yeah, like it is a it is a joke of a, of 
like real it doesn't represent but real people at all not in the slightest not to mention misogynistic and racist yeah. and sure. all these other issues that are sure. wrong with it what i'm trying what, to say just though- because something is big doesn't mean that people are resonating with it on an emotional level they're resonating with it because it is being sold to them what yeah. i'm saying is you don't know that you are not every single person in america that's what i'm trying to say you don't I, know i people feel really are... com- fine you're right but i do feel really what confident tra- in saying that so what i'm trying to say is i feel like I'm not, saying, I'm not saying I'm not saying I'm not saying that people are dumb. But you keep saying you keep insinuating okay. that I'm trying to say people are dumb, I'm not, I'm and that's not, not what I'm saying. That you're saying people are dumb. I'm insinuating that I'm not insinuating that, 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 not insinuating that he is thinking people are dumb either, because I, I don't because I'm arguing right now that that is not the case. I don't believe he is. I think that I, I don't know that he necessarily thinks that. I think that some of the things that he says kind of come off that way. They come well, off like a high horse, and it's fine that he says that he doesn't know everything, but that's like saying he, no offense before you say something offensive. Um, but he's not saying that people are dumb or choosing dumb entertainment. People are saying that, like, people should just know the difference between what is being sold to them and what is not. And, and that's fine, but I think at the same time, like, you... Why... That's absolutely like that. Like that happens all the time. So then, like, what do you fa- say to every person that watches a Marvel movie that is absolutely being generated and sold to them? Ab- no, totally. I'm not so, saying but that then it's people not. people are allowed to enjoy it, and people are allowed to not ask for more than that. I don't. We can ask for. They're we, allowed to just we, be entertained. They, should, they don't have. Not we, everything has to make you think. No. Not everything but has we to can, be this big revelation. But we can ask for better. We can. We can act like. Yeah, and, I don't and, think that's that's necessarily wrong. Even with a Marvel movie, we're. We're still asking for better. You want more than... I don't. I don't care about well, it at all. Okay. No, and, but I will say with, with Marvel, if... Marvel has found that the movies that are more successful with them are ones that they have found through people saying so with their wallets. Movies like Guardians yeah. or Thor or these movies that are fresh and different and don't approach... Yes, absolutely. Guardians of the Galaxy, when it came out, compared to all of the other superhero movies yeah, that came before it, was so different. Yeah. And people loved that. And, sure, and, but then and they made Guardians that, 2 and, and 4, that, which were the same movie. Sure, and those didn't reflect as well. Thor is different. Taika Waititi approached it in a really different way compared to all the other movies. The it was Guardians. Comedy. It was a Guardians movie. No, it was not. Okay. James Gunn and Taika Waititi. I, I know they're two different, different people, but like... It, it... There is a certain formula, to be sure. sure. But by... Even Marvel finds that movies that don't do anything awesome don't get remakes and get I more guess, attention. I guess my... I just... I to, to, you know, just... To say how I feel about the special, it's not my style of humor. Well, gosh, Jordan, you don't have to be so serious about the whole thing, am I right? <laughs> I'm sorry. Speaking of the false promises and glittering generalities of Hollywood and entertainment culture... Uh, I'm going to transition. That was good, actually. Very was, smoothly, thank really you. Nice. Uh, into my pick, uh, which is Bojack Horseman. Um, Bojack Horseman is an animated TV series uh, about an anthropomorphic horse who starred on a sitcom in the 90s and is now struggling with the sort of remnants of fame and what it likes to be a washed up celebrity in Hollywood in the 21st century. Um, if that doesn't sound right up your alley, <laughs> We can't be friends. Yeah, it's a hard sell uh, to it people. Is, yeah. Not to mention that this is right up there uh, with, I think, a little bit of Bo Burnham in that totally, yeah, Hollywood yeah. sin that there were just that modern cynicism. Yeah. Um, that uh, again, I think 
going back to what I was saying about you know straight white women males and how mm-hmm. they don't have problems. Uh, BoJack Horseman's a real existential piece. Yeah, um, <laughs> it's really heavy. Like it, yeah, it is. all of the characters deal with mental illness in some yeah, form yeah, totally. of an or another. They all are, or they have They're, addictions they have addiction. yeah, yeah, yeah. or it's... depression or what have you. Um, and there's, here's where I get so boxy and holy <laughs> than that. There's, uh, oh God, I don't remember who it is. I think it's Sartre. It's, it's some existentialist or nihilist okay. who talked about how there's a king. Okay. And again, it's with a king who sort of, is devoid of any real needs or challenges. Sure. You know, has everything they could ever want, has nothing to do but just sort of reflect upon their own existence. Yeah. And then that's what sort of Hollywood celebrities are. Totally. Like, Bojack Horseman goes through this whole sort of thing where he mm-hmm. goes into any any situation and he comes out of it fine because yeah. he's rich and everybody knows who he is. Exactly. It's like, hey, aren't you that horse from horsing around? And then he gets out of his problems. Yeah. And so then you just deal with this guy who sort of, grew up maybe in not great circumstances um, who's just sort of an ass mm-hmm. to everyone. He's selfish and narcissistic and um, unmotivated and, and he sort of has all this just cornucopia of problems. Um, but he's also charming and he's mm-hmm. smart and he's insightful a lot of the times. But he just has all these problems and he's unhappy and he keeps chasing happiness and he can't get it and we're four seasons in and he's still unhappy and oh man, this show is so fun, guys. <laughs> um, it's it's it is it's, a comedy. I it, will is, say that. It, it is. It, it like, totally is. It's a Hollywood satire. Yeah. Pl- and be, like, I I know I sort of glossed over the horse aspect of this in Hollywood in just this world that the TV mm-hmm. show takes place in because it's animated. Excuse me, Hollywood. 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 Exactly. Uh, there's no D. The D was stolen off <laughs> yes, the Hollywood sign, so now it's just Hollywood. Um, but in this universe, humans and animals just sort of exist, and they're all anthropomorphic, yeah. and nobody talks about it. Um, you get over it, but yeah. it is a great source of animal-based punnery and mm-hmm. jokes. Uh, there's so many sight gags and visual humor in this yeah. show, which is due to the animation, and I love it. Yeah. Um, but it's just a really smart show. Um, you know, Not that you have to demand shows to be smart or anything. Um, <laughs> But it's really, I, 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 that's why I love it, is because I think it's really intelligent. I think it uh, set, says some really, or at least notices some really uh, sort of tragic or um, no, just notable things about people, the way they interact with each other. Yeah. Um, it's voiced uh, you by Will Arnett as the main character. Um, we There's also Amy Sedaris, uh, Alison Brie... Um, Mr. Peanut Butter's voice by... I don't know, actually. Oh, it's the guy that was in that Paul one... Paul something. Yeah. Paul, it's the guy that was in that one episode of uh, Harmon Quest. Yeah. P- or PJ... Well, no. His uh, name's Paul. He's a mustache. Tom, Tom, Tompkins? Paul J. Tompkins. Tom, Paul J. Tompkins. He's great, also. Aaron Paul, right? Uh, Aaron Paul, yes, yeah. also in this. A lot of great voice talent, actually, yeah, totally. to be honest. Um, it's but, really good. It's... Lin-Manuel Miranda. Lin-Manuel Miranda. Yeah, yeah, there's a... It's just, for me... Uh, I think it hits like a very uh, specific part of my heart or emotion and emotional state or whatever. It's definitely it's, one of those shows that you don't go to for escapism. No, you don't go to it. No, for like two. I I've sat on the couch crying watching this show yeah, before. It's definitely a it's, mirror. Um, it 
to a certain type of person, I guess. Yeah, um, it's it, it's definitely well, sh- geared towards reflection. Um, Which is like, why do <laughs> why do we watch shows like these? I don't if they don't feel good. They're cathartic. Um, yeah, you know, to a certain sure. extent, for yeah, sure. They're definitely. There's a lot of things that I can see in BoJack Horseman and other characters that just, it hits. Like, I, I um, relate to some of the stuff that they, they are going through or that I can see myself going through yeah. and stuff well, like that. Well, I mean, and, like, and, that's just, and all of the problems mm-hmm. are, I mean, and there are a lot of them. And they, yeah. you know, range from just sort of unhappiness in relationships mm. where, what was like the episode I was watching recently, it was Diane and Mr. Peanut Butter, who's a dog, uh, are married, it's a thing. Uh, yeah. <laughs> or just that there's unhappiness in that relationship. Yeah, and they... It sort of talks about how, you know, the idea of love versus what it's actually like and, right. you know, finding what you, you think is really great deep down and all of these sort of things. And they just put it into words that I think are very cutting and clear. Totally. Um, they yeah. get very to the point in ways that I think a lot of people can't describe. And it's natural, like. too. It's not like it's out of nowhere. It's not like these yeah, things are being said. It's they so, don't feel like soapboxy moments. Yeah, exactly. They're just um, very... They come out of nowhere, and you're you're just hit. It's it's interesting. Followed quickly after, like, after yeah. my hilarious joke. Totally. Like, they undercut tragedy with the comedy a lot. Yeah. It's a really fine line that I think it yeah. does really well. How do you feel about this show, Jordan? It makes me really sad. Um, because I know a lot of people who are very close to me that very much relate to BoJack and it makes me very sad Um, and I think that for me um, as much as I can like see the comedy that's happening it almost never makes me laugh because it, it almost the comedy in itself is almost another like satire on the lives of the people watching it because it's this like momentary band-aid for all of the sad things that they're talking about so uh if so it makes you sad to see how these people are feeling right or or at the very least to see that to see that mirrored with people you know it's not even necessarily to see like how these people are feeling it's the the consistent self-destruction that is almost always happening on the show um and it just like breaks my heart a little bit every time i watch it or even just discontentment or loathing yeah, and stuff it's just like, like that it's hard to i when i just i i, I do not understand why they feel that no, way no i i that's the or... thing that, that hurts the most is i understand why they feel that way i know that like because like if talking about like the how you like criminal procedural dramas no, and, and how like, that and delves I into like I, I think some of the darker places within people's psyches and that's you know? the thing is like I, um I, how does that apply to like white collar sure. mental illness so what i'm what i'm trying to say is that like i understand like why those people are feeling that way especially having having had conversations with people in my own life and feelings of discontentment and feelings of um self-sabotage and things like that and like it <sighs> There's no solidarity and that other people feel that too? No, no, no. Or... I think it's just, I think for me it's hard to find entertainment in that pain. Um, because I, so many people that I love a lot in my life um, have very similar pain. And so it's hard for me to be entertained by it as opposed to just sad. Um, I and I think that like I can really appreciate the way that that show is written and how it has affected those people in my life. But I think that like 
my favorite season that I've watched is the last one because I I loved watching all of the episodes that kind of dive into his family mm. and like kind of what made him the way that he was. I think his mom is one of my favorite characters because I think sure. she's so interesting and so tragic. Um, well, and, and that I, and that and that's where that especially this most recent season shine for yeah. me it is the like. There is a cyclical nature. Well, and finding and 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 finding Bojack being invested in something more than himself for more than a couple episodes, I think is, I mean I, that's a little harsh, but I think that like you even see the episodes where like he like the stuff with Sarah Lynn when he finally like realizes like the impact his relationship had and like yeah. the impact that she had on him, but it was too late. Um, I think that like seeing him get that second chance with. What's the younger horse's name? Hollyhock. Um, Hollyhock. Um, seeing him get that second chance with Hollyhock that he like kind of lost with Sarah Lynn, so and seeing him kind of like just kind fail of at it at the beginning, but big then big brother, but then, dad, kind of, but then finally start to embrace it. You know, I like I, that so, was kind of a turning point for me when I was watching the show because you know it like. So why do you, do you are you not a big fan? Uh, it seems of watching things that make people sad. No, I, I don't mind watching pe- things that make people sad. I think for me that um, there was a hopelessness to the first couple seasons that um, made me sure. sad. And, and I think that it really is more than anything else. Like, I can absolutely appreciate what a well-written show it is. And the parts of it that do entertain me entertain the hell out of me. But I think that the um, the hopelessness in probably the first two and a half seasons yeah. um, that I see and because I... You know, I see, like, and I listen to people talk about how much they relate to this character breaks my heart because it makes me wonder if they feel that hopeless in their own lives. Well, I, th- I think probably most people do. Yeah. I think that's the, I, like, that's the really sad, honest the truth about it mm-hmm. is I think most people in America are broken on yeah. some level. No, and I, and I can and... absolutely agree with that, but I think that, like, to just watch this cycle of every time Bojack starts to get what it wants, it's what he wants, it's not enough. I think it, it just... Well, we just watched Annihilation this past couple days. Um, which I'm has, very curious to see how you're going to tie those two they together. They make a, a very key theme that they talk about, like two times in the movie, is human nature to sort of self-destruct. Hmm. And how people oh, yeah. are... It's like coded into your genes. To well, just just peop- and that's just a very human thing, is that people sort of don't allow themselves to reach their full potential. Yeah, times. They things will, get too good. They're yeah, self-sabotage. Yeah, exactly. And, or... That goes well, on all the time, even like, and on a subconscious level, often. Mm-hmm. And I think um, the other thing with me too is like watching Bojack's relationships with just about everybody other than Diane. Yeah, he treats everybody like crap. Mm-hmm. Except he's for Diane. an absolute, and even Diane, he treats like crap. He's an absolute, he's an absolute he narcissist. Kind of, once he gets to a point where he kind of realizes Diane's importance to him, it he gets so fixated on it that her life doesn't matter anymore. Like, once he suddenly finds to realize, I'm invested in this her as a person, he, like, goes after her with no care for her relationship or her, or her marriage see, and, the, like, how it's going to affect her in the long run. And that breaks my heart because well, you finally see him, like, see the one thing that potentially could be what he wants and he ruins it because he makes it about him. There is just a lot, I think, for me that I get out of the show is a sense of self-reflection. I can, yes, yes sure. see a lot of problems of my own life reflected in different characters throughout the show. That being said, there is a certain level of enlightenment that I think sure. comes from that. But a I certain level that, like, of like I think that there's you can also frame there are lines that like will cut so deeply that like I still think about them all oh, the yeah. time. There are I, lot, that, like, I totally have things like where I watch like that that, that do the same thing for me. But I think that like it's right. it's hard watching um, 
watching something play out for entertainment that you have seen someone close to you be so broken up over. Do you know what I mean? And I think that that's, that's why that show's hard for me to watch sometimes. Um, because, but like, when I do watch it, I do enjoy myself for the most part. But I think that like, I leave almost every episode pretty sad. Yeah. And I... I'd say me too. Yeah, but I think that's what I get in... That's why I sign up for. I think when I get that show. I I sign up for the feelings because I want the truth of behind the words. And And I think think the hardest thing for me is that BoJack is not my truth. Does that make sense? Like, there are definitely, like, things that I've seen that I've I would argue against it, but... I think there are lines that I've heard and I've been like, yeah, I could see this applying not only to people in my own life, but just... No, sure. And I agree with that to an extent, but I think that, like, there are other things I watch where I, like, like, you watch for self-reflection that you relate to so incredibly much that you, like, you know, it, it hits you in that way. And Bojack isn't like that for me. It hits me in a different way, in a way that makes me sad for the people around me and I already spend so much time doing that that like watching Bojack it's like ah (laughs) do you know what I mean no I totally because I think for me like I mean both of you know I spend a majority of my time worrying about the people that I'm close to and worrying about where their head's at and where their heart's at and I think that watching Bojack is just like this is the worst possible scenario for those people and it terrifies me to think of those people in that scenario and I think maybe I take it a little, like, maybe I just take the entertainment side of it a little too seriously, and that's why I, like, so, it makes me upset. So, what does the entertainment come from with serial killers? Um, A, I don't see my friends in them. <laughs> I don't, like, I don't watch serial killers and be like, oh, yeah, it's Trevor. But it's even, like, a lot of those stories are even worse than just their screwed up in this. I think mm-hmm. that there is something... Like... Terrible. Here's the thing. She got anal contusion. (laughs) I think that they're... No matter the... Nobody on Boja. Sorry. I think that no matter how real the serial killer, there's still something about it that... I mean, you never... Sorry. That is the other thing, is that a lot of times those are real people. But continue. I think that the, the real... Even no matter how real serial killers are or the rapists are in TV shows, like there's, there's still this kind of it'll never happen to me or anybody yeah, I know do you mentality. Think that's, do you think it's that disconnection between it? Like, yeah. it, it's because like it's uh, not so you know, like it's like these. I know so many people that are dealing with the stuff that BoJack Horseman is yeah. dealing with, but I don't know anybody. Like exactly. I, I hope for more for the people that are feeling like BoJack Horseman, and that's exactly. why it's so and hard like, to watch. I, I don't hope for more the pe- exactly. for the people that are in jail think, like, for you know raping and killing women well and you know? i think with bojack it's like i the people that i know that like i've heard say similar things or feel similar ways to he does i see so much potential in it and i see how happy they could be and it terrifies me to think that they'll sabotage it for themselves and then hate themselves for the rest of their lives for it yeah and i think that that side of it that that heaviness of it well, I think it the, breaks my heart a little bit too much for me to. I think enjoy it's closer it. to you than, than yeah. serial killers are for sure. And I think I think that, that I think that the immediacy of it is more comforting. Also, I think that there's something. Well, there's just a level of uh, being there's being aware of it is the very first step to being able to do something about it. I think I also that's, think that there's something a lot louder about a quiet heartbreak. I think there's okay. something. That's very poetic. Sure. I mean, that was, but that was there, nice. Thank you. <laughs> Um, but, like, there is. There's something that's so much more painful about something that is not sure. as big because you almost don't feel like you're as justified in being as upset about it. I can it. understand that. And, I mean, 
I lost my train of thought completely. Uh, I was Go talking like about... Like what did you say? I said... <laughs> Um, being able to see be, the first step to being able to do something about yeah, this. Yeah, so, so basically, like, I think that watching this show for me has in, in turn helped me heal to a certain extent. See, a level of I, just reconciliation. Yeah, exactly. It's like, I have felt that. I know I don't want to keep feeling this way. Like, there's this, I guess, tangibility to it mm-hmm. where I can say I can... I can take that can and turn that, that to in say, a different way. Exactly. I can say I, you know, right. I deserve and to be that. That, that is the point, that and that, that I think is the point of any of the kind of well, media sure. that we do that ends in tragedy. And I totally or can appreciate in, like, that side of it. I just is, think with this specific show, for me watching it, like I can, I love that. That's what that does. Yeah. But like, I think when I watch it, I don't get. I mean, I don't. I don't. I. There's a lot of things that he deals with. That I personally have not felt, at least not to that extent. Sure. And so, so I think that for me, watching it, I think that, like, I... Go ahead. So Please say whatever you say, because you have a smirk on your face, and I'm sure it's probably going to offend me, but that's okay. No. What's up? It, so, stand-up doesn't do it. TV shows like this don't do it. When f- these sort of things provide sources for me to sort of, again, do that sort yeah. of, like, taking the reins look at myself through a mirror of entertainment and then sort of control my life into a different direction yeah. and pivot, what provides those pivot moments for you? Um, honestly, a big one was Lady Bird. Okay. So something that's just more I mean, sentimental. Makes... Not even sentimental. I think that just... Because I... it's not very tragic. Well, no. I think you're in a different place than... And I think that I have... Dylan and I are mentally, maybe, possibly. Sure. Yeah. And I think that... Uh... Go ahead. I think that I, um... (laughs) Like, there's no way to say this without sounding like the opposite of what I'm saying. That's okay. But, like, I don't relate to narcissism very well. Okay. Like, I, it just doesn't resonate with me. I wouldn't say you're a narcissist. No, so. I know, but like, but no. I feel like saying that sounds like a narcissist. You know what I mean? Like, saying like, oh, I don't relate to narcissism. No. It's okay. Yeah. Fine. I, you don't. You're um, not and I think that, in that realm. I so. think that for me, um, uh, there's a level of narcissism with the Bo Burnham special, and there's a... Not narcissist. That's like a little harsh, but I think there's there's this level of... Conceit, maybe. Well, it's just, just some, I think that like finding... Some elevation I have a hard time finding comedy people. in introspection. I have a hard time finding comedy in I, in pain. Okay. Like I, I mean, I get like I get that like the like dumb things happening sure. is funny. That's but, like, my have, reaction to it though. It's like when that's I like. I can TV find comedy shows in like find... bad things, but I can't. I it, I have, find a hard time finding comedy in other people's. It's pain. just one of my artistic. I think personal philosophies, and it might just be an American thing, but. It, so whether it's American people or just all people, but I think there's a level of self-interest and sort of self-preservation at the very least yeah. that everybody acts at sure. 100% of the time. Yeah. There's so much ego and like totally. defenses that people put up for themselves that is constantly operating at all times. And I don't know, maybe that... maybe my lack of, of enjoyment in something like BoJack or Bo Burnham points to a lack of self-awareness. I don't know. But I mean, I just, I feel like for me, I... I wouldn't think it... I, I don't think that's the case. I think you relate to other things than... I, I don't... I wouldn't say, like, oh, this is a TV show that's going to relate with Jordan at I all. That, I, like, I would, I, you know, I would people, pick something like Lady Bird to, well, to hit you more. And it's like, more. I think that the people that, that love BoJack, I look at them like, it makes sense why you love this show. 
it makes sense that you can sit and you can feel. No, no, but I, mean, I don't like, love him. Function. No, I know, and I understand that. Okay. That's like why, like I get it. It's it's like okay. seeing this future demented version of what I could sure. possibly and I become totally and this wanting like, to change everything. I know, I'm not saying that no, you guys no. are like the guys on the internet who are like, oh my god, I'm so Rick Sanchez. Yeah, like, exactly. no. Okay, like, I don't want that shit. That's not what I'm saying shit. at all. That... It's, 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 it's like the people who relate to Don, who just... say they are John, da- John Draper or they are Archer or they are Bojack, sure. whatever. I'm not saying that, like, but what I'm saying is I think that the people who really like this show, I can totally see, like, Finding that like that mirror in it, and I think that I don't, for the most part. Yes, there, you, I would totally agree with you. There have been lines and things that have said, and there are things that I've seen um, Diane do that I've been like, yeah. "Ow!" Um, but I think that for me, the just a majority of the show. There's a good amount of the character of Bojack that hurts, and I think that like what you said about like it's this older, demented version of you. Yeah. It kills me to think about that. Sure. It kills totally. me to think I, about like this being an older version of the people well, that I love. Yeah, I mean, you yeah. just crank the empathy. I surround myself with a lot of messed up artists. Well, I'm just so. saying, yeah, you like <laughs> you, <laughs> you have picked terribly with like, people to live with. If you just crank up the empathy knob like five more notches, it just becomes a more worldly thing. And well, you can that's say that the all thing, of those. Is my pro- empathy notch is way too but, high no, and that, it shatters my heart is, every time is, I watch those problems it. Those problems don't just exist for you know sort of self-indulgent artists. It's it exists in Americans and people all over the world. No, and I know, and I can appreciate what Bojack has to say about that. I just, I, it's hard for me for for the way that I feel about the people in my immediate circle of friends. I think, and, like in my yeah, immediate. No, I like, think there is a closer level for artists yeah. in, in relating oh, to sure. these I mean, types of characters. Oh, sure. I mean, it is Hollywood story. Exactly. Totally. It's just that. Yeah. There is, sorry, <laughs> we, we just going talking about all of these characters. We you talked about Archer, yeah, uh, Don Draper, Don Draper. Yeah. Rick also, Sanchez. I think there's a part of me that watches it and gets terrified that I'm gonna end up the Mr. Peanut Butter in everybody's life. And I'm just like, hey guys, how's it going? <laughs> what is this a crossover episode? <laughs> like, like literally, and everyone's gonna hate me because they're all like, God, I'm Mr. dying Peanut on Peanut Butter is my. Favorite, I love him like, so much well, because and, and, and I you want are, you are him no, now, you are Mr. But Peanut. Twenty years no, from now, no, no, because I want Peanut that butter. so bad. I, you are, I think, a Mr. Peanut Butter. Well, there, like Mr. Peanut Butter <laughs> has a just is one of the first only people who sort of honestly, if I could be anybody, I'd be Todd. Well, like he has, he has a scene. I think it's in the third season. Maybe it's in the second. Yeah. where his brother is, like has cancer and like, yeah, yeah, he has yeah. surgery and, and like. It, it brings his like normally awesome mood yeah. down, yeah. and he just like sits there like stirring his coffee and just yeah. being like, "There's no point to anything." Yeah. Also, like, like well, Mr. but he offers. Oh no! Actually, it's a different thing where he offers uh, advice to Bojack, who's yeah. going through his, all of his like right. own shit, and he's like, and he's just like, he, "The secret is none of this matters. <laughs> just all we do exactly. is occupy our minds with useless yeah. things, and then we're dead, yeah. and that's it." Like. And not saying you do that, but yeah, I, a little I, I bit. Think, <laughs> I mean, to a you, certain you extent, you understand. Done that for you me understand the value of distraction. Yeah, I think from that is not. That's not slight towards your intelligence but, or anything like that. But you like again. You, the thing you say like like saying all the time. You like watching TV shows where you I can just, just sort of turn your brain off, where you don't have to worry about these. Sort of I things. just feel like if you uh, let your I, if I, you I, let your brain and the things well, that scare you take over your take right. over who no, you are. Th- there is a you certain become level. such a sad person. Right, absolutely. There's a level of <laughs> and me I again. Fucking am. <laughs> oh, oh. There, there, absolutely. It, that is a source. Oh is the, the ego and the self destruction yes. again? Like 
That's a hundred percent a thing. But luckily, you don't have as much. Yeah, of. exactly. And that's the thing. And I but, feel like if Mr. Peanut Butter sat and watched how awful Bojack felt about himself all the time, he would probably turn it off and not want to think about it. That's probably true. Like, honestly, that's my thing. Is like I don't want to sit and think and get sad about what my friends might be in the future if they don't like figure <laughs> them, their brains out. It makes yeah, me really sad, sad because I spend sad. too much time. I spend too much time outside of watching that show, like trying thinking, to help that, and, trying like, to walk them about, through that. Yeah. And, like totally. thinking about like what can I do so that this person feels better about themselves yeah. and so like sitting and watching Bojack and having that be turned up 20 notches when I see the potential in that is totally. terrifying I get that and so like I can absolutely appreciate it's an amazing show and everything I watched I genuinely have thought was really good and I loved the fourth season because it didn't make me feel as awful so but the hopelessness <laughs> well, in the first I, the few point seasons I was trying, is so the hard point, to the point I was trying to make earlier is that there is a Ow. certain I hit my arm on a piano, Char- sorry. <laughs> character who is really popular right now, yeah. which is that Rick Sanchez, mm-hmm. Bojack, Don Draper, oh. Archer, the sort of... Which is funny that I like Matt. Highly intelligent, <laughs> like an, an, an intelligent sort of male character yeah. who's yeah. powerful. Yeah. Um, sort of... Gets who, everything that they want right. to a certain never extent. But full and ruins ne- exactly. lives never, yeah, never around. feels... Never responsible for anybody. Yeah, exactly. Never. Uh, there's like there's. I think for that's... me, like the the like the um, Don Draper is maybe the worst at that because you constantly like think that he's gonna change, and you get like you you get so like like when he marries Megan, you're so happy because he's gonna be a better dad and a better husband, and then he ruins it again. Yeah. And you're just like, what? Because oh that's God. what people do, do baby. <laughs> I I hate I hate and that. Sh- Stupid little fanboydom where everybody thinks that they're Rick Sanchez. Don't aim to be Rick Sanchez. No, you shouldn't. There is so much, (laughs) despite me enjoying and and relating to Bojack Horseman, there is no part of me that wants to end up like that. Yeah. I don't at all. There's no part of me that wants to end up like Don Draper, Archer, Rick Sanchez. Rick, especially, that really misunderstand his character. Entirely. And I think that, like, it's funny because, like, I. I don't blame Cartoon Network for that. Yeah. Because they made him so fun. They <laughs> like, did. He's they, great. And that's the thing is, like, well, I think and that the, that's and, where, and, like, like it, it's, it, it's on a really fine line between intellectual asshole yeah. and, like, sort of, you know, tortured. Like, uh, I think, really, like, yeah. Rick and Morty kind of is the guy. funnier version of Bojack Horseman. The Bojack Horseman's hilarious. I love it. Uh, it's, so, so it's the less like depressing version of Bojack Horseman. To a certain extent, I don't think it has as many pointed lines as no, Bojack No, I would say it's less depressing. I, mean, I would say Because it, there it, are certain, depressing. like at the end of seasons in Rick and Morty where um, you doesn't. find out that, that uh, Wubba Lubba Dub Dub, what, yeah. what that like, means, um, and then when the, he the is the around his, yeah, yeah, yeah and, and then no, when he's around his grandkids. The one that kills me is the opener of season three when... You, um, when you see, uh... How he actually How his good. wife died. Oh, so. yeah. That breaks my heart. Yeah. But at the same time, like, the rest of the show is so funny that, totally. like, I don't know. But then again, but I also watch that show and, like, I, I don't know, I relate to the stupid characters in a lot of these shows. Because, like... <laughs> you, Jerry, <laughs> you're Cyril. I relate to the simple characters in a lot of these shows. Not the stupid You're ones. Mr. Peanut Butter. No, I'm not Jerry. I feel more like Morty than I feel like Jerry. I don't feel like Jerry. I don't think you're a Jerry. I don't think you're a Jerry. No, I don't. I think maybe Cyril's a fairer. Maybe a little more appropriate. I don't know. I haven't watched enough Archer to know if I should be offended or not. You shouldn't. I mean, it's the same oh. actor. 
Yeah. It is. I do. I love Chris Pardalo. He's great. Such a good voice actor. Yeah, he is. Well, um, now that we've successfully had a therapy session. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> sorry? Like, me and Dylan fought for a little bit. Yeah, now we're in a therapy was, session. Yeah, this I was apologize. a weird episode. Thanks, no, Netflix. I admitted that I'm not happy. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Trevor got very aggressive about really, where he sees himself. And I'm not. Trevor's like, sorry, Mom. Please don't yeah, cry. Yeah, like, yeah, sorry. We're like this all the time. All the time. It's bad. You don't want to They are like this us. all the time. And it's awful because they just started ganging up on me. And I don't we like... didn't gang up on no, you. No, no, not right now. Oh, just okay. in general. Gotcha. You guys look not really buddy-buddy recently. It's just terrifying. Because I think it's it's just a lot of similarities in <laughs> so, character that so we've been finding since we started. It's terrifying. <laughs> oh, you. Because here's the thing: I've known the whole time how similar they were, and I've just been waiting for them what? to figure it out, and now it's happening, and it is not what I wanted it to be at all. Literally, it went from like me and Dylan getting in an argument and Trevor being like on my side about it. So now he's like, Jordan, why are you stupid? No, don't like, do that ah. ever. I just, that's a little unfair. I, it's, <laughs> no, but it is true. You oh. like a year ago, you were like, oh my god, you and Dylan would be such good friends. I'm like, just and you're you just wait. until just we lived together, we didn't really wait. realize yeah. it. Yeah. Like, yep. Yeah. 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 So, um, <laughs> apologize. See your face right now. I am, I am, uh, I think we're, you know, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm you know, not. I'm, I think we got some good stuff out there look, today. We totally I feel like we did. should be paying them to listen to this I because just, it's such a therapy nah, thing. No, are you kidding me? I'm so enlightening right now. No, I'm totally. gifting gifts of truth to yeah, all yeah. of you listeners. <laughs> You're, oh, welcome. Yeah. You're welcome. Um, <laughs> You're welcome. You're welcome. You're um, welcome. Yeah, so... That yeah. was, I think, our podcast um, for this <laughs> Anything week. Anything else to add? Yeah, no, I don't think so. I think I've... Uh, Any more crippling depression I think we want I've, to talk about? I've, I think oh. I've cleared out my uh, my inner That's thoughts. Good. We so. can cancel our therapy appointments for the week. We yeah, exactly. I'm going to... Yeah. I'm just spend two hundred dollars this week. <laughs> Should uh, let's go watch Disjointed or something. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm yeah. gonna go watch This Is Us and cry. Oh God. Um, you love it. Don't so even pretend like you aren't. You don't love <laughs> no, that show. No, I do. Dylan. But wait, why do you like this, and why don't you like? Never mind. I'm not getting. Why do you like this? Is us? Yeah, it's super sad. It's not cynical though. That's fair. I don't. Yeah, and I don't think it's as introspective. It's as like it, it's also it's like it's a pretty, sad. It's pretty introspective. Totally. Here's the, thing that pretty... I will say, here's the thing that I will say is like the a lot of the like pain that people have in shows in shows like Bojack is about what could happen or what's yeah. not happening. A majority of the pain in, in this is, is about what is happening or what, what has, has happened. happened. Yeah, it's, it's not a lot of like what ifs and, and it's like this has happened and this is how it's impacted my life. Also, That's, just you cannot watch that show and like not tell me that you're gonna not going to solve Bojack Pearson dies. That's, there's one of my favorite lines. In This Is Us? In Bojack. Aww. I know. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> it might be my favorite line. It's one that I think about all the time. Yeah. And I've probably, probably talked about it before. Is that there's a line where Bojack and Diana are on a roof and they're talking yeah. about... Has, has, okay, pause. I'm so sorry, but has no one talked about Jack? the fact that it's Jack and Diane? Yeah. yeah. Oh. Yeah. Huh. Little decision about Jack and I is John Mellon. I'm from Indiana. Yeah. <laughs> I'm from Indiana. John Mellencamp is from Indiana. I know he's from we Indiana. We call him the Cougar down there. Oh. Because it's John Cougar Mellencamp. Wow. Um, okay, go ahead. No, but Bo Jack in a previous episode has asked Diane, you know, if uh, 
she thought he was a good person. Yeah. About, you know, you know, despite his drinking and despite his self-destructiveness and despite all of these things, if deep down, if he's still a good person, mm-hmm. or if she thought that. And her response is that, you know, she doesn't really believe in a deep down that thing. To her, all of the things that you are is just the things that you Everything do. Everything that you do. Yeah. All of your, a- your <clears throat> actions are, you, you, you can't say like, Oh, I'm not like you'll see this thing like if like racist people get called out for saying the N word or something they'll go on TV and say you know that's not me right. I'm not that person you, you are. are you are you, you did, did, that, you did thing. that thing exactly and you, are, you have to pay for those yeah totally. uh, problems I don't I forgot how I got on this and now we're back well, that's to like sad how I, that's like how I feel about, the, oh, this, is about how this scene yeah. in Lady Bird when she's talking to her mom and she says you know like, and her mom says, I just want you to be the best person you can be. And she yeah. said, well, what if this is the best person I can be? Yeah. It's exactly how I feel about that line, where Something it's like, I mean, ow! My, <laughs> like, yeah, my favorite line from BoJack is when he's talking to his mom while he's filming Secretariat. He's in his trailer, mm-hmm. um, and he, he's on the phone with his mom, and his mom basically says, you were, you were born unhappy. Like, <laughs> and that's just such a crushing reality. Like, you're never, every every job that you take, every award that you win is Every never going to is is never going to be enough yeah none well, of that's going that's, to make you happy well and that's and I, that's what the show struggles well in confession yeah. too so Which, the first i'm sorry real quick well go ahead the so when season four came out yeah you and i were watching a lot of it and there was a period of episodes where he fell asleep during and that episode we just watched with his mom when he puts mm. her in the home yeah. was one of them and you did not wake up but him like talking to his mom and trying to make her feel good Convince about leaving her in this horrible yeah, place. Totally. I was sobbing. We're in Michigan. Because you finally yeah. see this like not this humanity because he's very human, but you see this like goodness in him that he doesn't this see in himself finally. Well, yeah, that you finally yeah. get to see and like that, and, like and, oh. and this is they we're turning back. Here's coming coming in hot with a thesis statement. Um <laughs> all those all these characters, Bojack Don Draper, yeah. Archer, Rick, yep. all of them Don are dealing with all of these problems and they're self-destructive mm-hmm. and existential or what have you. Yep. All of those shows propose the same solution to that problem, which is always family. Yeah. Every really single, every yeah, single show is family. And it's just open family. your eyes to what is right in front of you, too. It's like exactly. this idea it's of... Friends, like, it's friends, it's relationships, it's companionship, it's family. Like, if you really take a look at the life that you are blessed with, like Don Draper especially, he has... I'm not going to go as far as to say that he has an amazing wife, but he's got wonderful children, like a job that he's so good at and he loves, and yeah. like... All of the and, and Megan, a wife that he loves, and he throws it all away because he doesn't think he deserves it. Yeah, and exactly. that is like the core of that pain is these people who just like don't think they deserve the lives that they're in. But it's funny because like I and I look at it and I just want to scream at all of them. You are exactly where you're supposed to be. Yeah. You there's not another life you should be living. <laughs> you are living the exact life you need to be living. So enjoy it. And you all guys all thought we wouldn't be able to get out of that hole. <laughs> you thought we'd end this episode on a sour note. Yeah. But, not, but, like, but for real. We like, found it. We got we there. We got there. No, but Leave it, is, it to me. It is. To make it happen. Hey, I, I pulled in hot with that. <laughs> this is statement. Mr. Peanut Butter. Yeah. Thank you very much. Said, what is this across the <laughs> Um, well, so we don't know what our what next episode. What was Mr. Peanut Butter's? Um, Mr. Peanut Butter's house. No, no, no. But what was his, like, his, like, uh... Catchphrase. Catchphrase? Yeah. Uh, 
He had like a million of them. Yeah. I don't like, know if Bojax was either on Horsing Around. Uh, well, he said, Sarah Lynn said, that's too much, yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then he would always say, oh, it's, it's something along the lines of, it was always a horse pun. Yeah, I can't, horse yeah it is. I don't it think it's anything specific. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> the lab. Yeah. Yeah. He's not a golden retriever? And it makes sense that Dylan and I are the depressed horse. Not, I thought he, he was a golden retriever. No, nah, because he's from he's the a lab. lab. He's from the Labrador Peninsula. Yeah. Ah. Yeah. Uh, cool. Yeah, we don't know what our next episode's gonna no, be. No, we don't. We've been um, we're discussing, discussing ideas we're kind and of, stuff, but... Yeah, we're kind of just, just talking about where we're gonna take this, um, in general. I yeah. think that when we started it, we all liked the idea of having a set structure every week, but yeah. we're kind of thinking of deviating from that, so... I mean, we're, yeah, um, we might be like a little bit out of form. Yeah, I mean, bear with us. It, it might get a little rambly over the next yeah. couple weeks while but we're kind of finding... We do... We, we would love to hear feedback. Yeah, yeah, we do. And we really like... So... When we really feel like the the podcast is moving well is during episodes like this where we are, you know, kind of discussing the deep ends of the, the picks that we have. Um, and it's it's hard to get there when we're just, especially in the beginning, when we were just rambling off like, oh, this this you know movie's great you should watch yeah. it this movie's great you should watch it well and i think like, that with the with the first episodes we just were we, it was just too many to talk about yeah um i think oh, yeah, that, we were doing 10 yeah. Yeah. yeah well and it just was like here's this movie this is what it's about watch it because the cinematography's good okay yeah, next exactly. movie so i think that like uh, the moving to the 3 was definitely a good step but yes. i think that we're and we're trying to just we're we're trying to have a little bit more discussion let's be honest um, we just want to hear ourselves talk we do and... we love it Actually, that's not yeah. right. We know none of you listen. asked for new episodes. I almost never <laughs> listened to the <laughs> But podcast. what do we do? Nobody, we, nobody we complained. Anyway. <laughs> nobody complained about a five-month hiatus. <laughs> not my man, James. <laughs> not my boy, James. So, um, we'll be back next week. Um, I know you all are gripping the seat in front <laughs> of you. They're chomping at the bit. They're like, is it up yeah. yet? <laughs> Is anybody out there? God damn it. Okay, so... Um, Do you guys ever, like, think about if you are successful in, your own, in like, what you want out of life, that someday somebody's going to track this down? Absolutely. Like, this is, I mean, this is at the top. Like, they're going to dig for things that are... that are. I'm not going to want them to see even more than this. I know. Like, like I feel like one day I'm going to, like... I'm going to, like, if I ever, you know, I'm successful, I'll be on a talk show someday, and they're going to, like, s- like play a clip. sabotage me with Bo Burnham, and then he's going to be like, why do you hate me? <laughs> Like Ellen, yeah, Burn will keep up behind you. Be like, oh my god, Ellen, you didn't. <laughs> I'm like, please tell me you didn't listen to my podcast oh ten my years ago. God, yeah. <laughs> All right, I hope it doesn't take ten years. Um, we'll see you so, guys later, I guess. Yeah, we'll see you guys later. Thank you for listening to the Cinematic Truth. Uh, I'm Trevor. I'm Dylan. I'm Jordan. And we will see you guys next week. Da-dum. Da-dum.